0: I won't start tripping about how it seems just like yesterday when we said our vows, but my love for Sierra has only gotten stronger in the past five years. I dated lots of talented, beautiful, smart, and accomplished women, but none of them could compare with her. Like a ray of light split in the darkness, she stepped into my life. Some nights... When Sierra's lying in my arms and snuggled up against my chest, I look at her and relish the peace she's brought me. No matter how deeply she's sleeping, she'll stir and snuggle closer. I pick up the tray, step off briskly for our bedroom, and review the things I need to accomplish before this evening. Tonight, when Sierra and I get together, I don't want any work-related speed-shift auto parts business distracting my thoughts from her. So I'm going to stop in at work and see how things are going. After that, I need to double-check with the travel agent about the party I'm throwing for Sierra in a few days at the luxurious Vegas hotel where we had our first date. Coordinating to get her family and friends to arrive there before us took some doing, But it'll be worth the effort to see the smile on Sierra's lovely face. It'll be even better the morning after the party when I tell her that we're flying to Hawaii. Sierra's visited some of the best vacation spots on earth, but she's never been to Oahu. For her, it'll be a thrill. For me, it's a miracle, especially after growing up in the Brownfield district. My last task will be handled when I meet the guys, Harry Bancroft and Gordon Wilhite, for breakfast down at our favorite greasy spoon, the Hog Jowls Restaurant. I haven't seen them for a while, so it'll be good to catch up. We also need to discuss finding a fourth person to run with us in the 4x100 relay in this year's Greater Cleveland Community Sports Challenge. It's only a few weeks away, so we'll have to find someone quick. Last year, Harry's dud brother-in-law ran with us, and he was a disaster. Another good friend of mine, Mason Booker, owner and operator of the Second Shadow Enterprises private detective agency, had been training with us, but had to stop with apologies when he ended up with the good problem of having too much business. I end my list as I step quietly through the living room on my way toward the stairs leading up to the bedroom and Sierra. The stonework in the fireplace catches my eye, and I once again admire the skill of the contractor who did the job. That part of the living room remodeling project was a hassle, mostly because Sierra kept changing her mind. She'd worn the contractor's nerves thin. And mine went much better trying to deal with the stress of watching our budget hemorrhage with each modification. But I would promised Sierra a remodeled living room and fireplace for her birthday and meant to see it through to the end. The contractor saw things differently, which explains why the fifth time Sierra called him, he said, Not on your life, lady. I've already wasted too much time on this fiasco. The plans stay the same. Sierra called me at work and had barely hung up before I was dialing that sucker. I appreciated his frustration, but he had to understand that I wasn't letting him disrespect my wife. When he got nasty with me, I knew we had to have a heart-to-heart talk. At dawn the next morning, when he pulled up to the trailer that was his office, I was waiting in the shadows. Twenty minutes later, he was on the phone, trembling and talking through a bleeding lip as he apologized to my baby. He not only made the changes she wanted, but did the work for free. I ease quietly into our bedroom and stop, taking a moment to savor Sierra's loveliness as she lies on her side, sleeping like an ebony angel. Soft rays of bluish-purple light cut through our partially open vertical blinds, stretching across Sierra, blending with her smooth, dark skin into a wonderful portrait. Her shoulder-length hair swirls over her head, the soft, unruly strands melding into chaotic beauty. The peach-colored, satin sheets cling to her, rising along the smooth arch of her hip, and dipping back into the tight curve of her waist. The soft morning light, the peach linen, Sierra's dark skin, and her shiny hair combine into making my sweetheart look like a goddess. I tiptoe over, set the tray on the nightstand, and sit quietly down on the edge of the bed beside Sierra. She stirs and rolls onto her back. I kiss her cheek wrap my arms around her and cradle her close rubbing my nose against hers hey sleepyhead I say softly she smiles I kiss her lips eyes forehead and cheeks the tip of her nose and then her lips again I love you I say her eyes crease open I love you too What right thing did I do to deserve you, I ask, pulling her close and rubbing my cheek against hers. She massages the back of my neck. You loved me with all your heart and made me your one and only. I do love you, Sierra, with all my heart and strength. I kiss her neck and hug her tight. And you will always be my one and only. She sighs sweetly. I thank God for you. God is one of those areas where Sierra and I struggle. For her, God is an omnipresent deity possessing boundless love, power, and glory. For me, he's a lazy, pot-smoking bum who's been laughing himself silly while watching humanity stumble through a house that was on fire the day he created it. I grew up in a household with a God-fearing mother and a Bible-thumping father. When crisis came, all their worship, prayers, and faith couldn't move God to act in our defense. So I ditched him, just like he'd done us. Happy fifth anniversary, darling wife, I say. And happy anniversary to you, darling husband. I set the breakfast tray down in front of her. Have. Some breakfast. Sierra's eyes widen with delight. Denmark, this looks fabulous, she says. She sniffs the rose and smiles. Thank you, honey. Everything's just the way I like it. I watch in satisfied silence as she closes her eyes, says a quick prayer, then takes a spoonful of the fruit salad. This is delicious. I pull a lilac-scented card and envelope from my robe pocket and hand it to her. She swallows a bite of turkey bacon, cleans her fingers with a napkin, takes the card, and reads it. Her eyes mist over as she reads down each line. She sets the tray off to the side and opens her arms wide. Come here. I lean over and into her embrace wrapping my arms around her as she encircles me with hers. You feel so good, I say. I've never found the words to describe for Sierra the way electricity bolts through me every time I hold her. I don't know how to explain the heat that spreads through me or the sudden dryness in my mouth. Every part of me wants to get close and love her in all the delicious ways I know how but my baby's not an adventurous lover, preferring the tried and true, achingly predictable and prudish missionary style. At least, she's never been stingy. Sierra reaches inside my robe and rubs along the contours of my solid, wide chest. I slip my forefinger beneath the spaghetti strap of her lavender silk gown, moving it out of the way as I kiss her shoulder. I lick along its roundness, kissing from her shoulder to her neck and back, moving my hand along her flat stomach up to her breasts. She sighs, lies back, and pulls me toward her. I stretch out beside her, kissing her tenderly and rubbing my hand back and forth along her thigh, caressing her behind, and then moving along her stomach and down to her lavender silk panties. She lifts up slightly, giving me room to pull them off, and then she helps undress me.